Hello, and welcome to the Ground and Grow podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Estenson-Williams. I'm a Minnesota-based marriage and family therapist, yoga teacher, and I create mental health content to help you ground and grow. I hope you enjoy this episode. Now let's begin. Hello and happy new year and hello just from the past month. So I didn't have a podcast episode um, after the holidays because life was just very busy and I just didn't get around to recording and uploading one. So I said, you know, I'll give myself the end of the year a little break and I'll come back in the new year. So here I am. Hello. I hope you are all well. Um, And the new year brings up a lot for people right? It's a time where people reflect on the past year and all that they've done or achieved or worked on and maybe set some goals or resolutions or intentions for the next year. So I wanted to have this episode talk about goals. Um, and, And if you're not a New Year's resolution kind of person, you might still enjoy this episode because I am talking about how it's important that our goals are flexible. This might be related to New Year's goals, but really I'm just talking about goals in general. Anytime we're setting goals or intentions or trying to make some kind of change. Uh, so it's, uh, as, as you know me, it's not going to be super rigid um, or anything like that. It's going to be full of self-acceptance, self-compassion, all the good stuff there. And here I'm going to talk about why it's important that our goals are flexible. Why it's important that we can change what our goals are, that we can pull back from them when we need to, that we can, you know, check in and redirect these goals as as it feels best for us. Um, and I, I think, so first and foremost, I think goals are helpful, right? It's, it's really important when we're working towards something to kind of imagine, all right, where would I like to be? And that can help us identify what action steps we need to take along the way, right? What things do I need to do to get to this this goal that I have? But sometimes we as humans, and I think in our culture, it's just very um, normal to be really harsh on ourselves. And we might set a high expectation and... If we're not making that goal in the way that we wanted or in the timeline that we wanted, we can get really self-critical. We can get really harsh and we can actually feel really disconnected from that goal. So sometimes goals, if we're setting them in ways that are too rigid, that aren't flexible, that are maybe out of our control, we actually, it inhibits our ability to meet that goal. So humans are, right, we, we thrive and we are motivated by reinforcement. And even if a goal is just intrinsically motivated, right? So, hey, I want to get from point A to point B and every step along the way, I feel a little more motivated because I can see this progress that I'm making, right? That is motivating for us. But if we're not seeing that progress or if it's not fitting within the rigidity of the goal that we've set, then we might feel really disconnected from it, right? So this brings up shame. And if you've listened to previous episodes, you probably know that I think shame is just uh, a a very unhelpful emotion, right? It doesn't really do anything good for us. Uh, Guilt can, but shame doesn't do anything good for us. And it just makes us isolate and moves us away from what our values and goals are. So 
if we are really critical with how we set our goals, these goals are probably not actually going to be helpful for us. So this is why goals need to be flexible. So for example, I'm going to use a therapist example, but I think it is one that we can probably all wrap our head around a little bit, even if you're not a therapist. Um, But maybe someone who is starting a private practice, maybe they say, okay, within three months, I would like to have 15 clients. Um, If you are someone who's been in private practice, that's a big goal um, that can, it's certainly doable, but it takes a lot of work. And um, within that time frame, it, it can be challenging to get 15 clients certainly a great goal to set, right? If you're looking at like, hey, this is how my private practice is going to be financially feasible. If I have 15 clients a week, I want to get to that. If you are super rigid on this goal, you might feel like a failure if you aren't meeting it, even if you are making really great progress, right? Maybe in the beginning, you are, you know, working at boosting your SEO, you're making connections with other like therapists or communities around town to try to get clients. And maybe you're getting some really great clients and you're growing. Uh, But maybe you're two weeks away from your goal. And you're like, oh my gosh, I only have 10 clients. And it's been two and a half months. And I don't think I'm going to get 15 clients in the next two weeks, right? Five clients in just two weeks feels like a lot. And I don't think I'm going to get there. So then you, you know, feel like, gosh, I've really failed. I've done something wrong. I'm not working hard enough at this. I don't think I can do private practice. The spiral goes and then you feel really disconnected from your goal. You're probably not as motivated to take action that's going to help you get more clients. And you might actually not make much more progress because of this criticism around the inflexibility of this goal, right? Instead of recognizing like, wait, look at all of these things that I've done to get the clients that I have now. And hey, here are strategies that I've learned really work for me. Here are strategies that I've learned maybe don't work for me. So I can readjust my goal. Yep, I've only got two more weeks. I'm going to invest my energy in the strategies that work well And even if I don't get five clients, I can still feel proud that I've learned something about the strategy that I'm making. And maybe my goal is just to get another client or to make another connection. You know, it might be a totally different goal, but related to this theme of, hey, I'm growing my private practice. And so here is where I'm just going to like put out this importance of, yes, goals are great. And sometimes specific goals are really great because they help us connect to specific action, but it's also really important that we are pausing and checking in along the way, checking in with how is this goal working for me? Is this goal motivating me? Is this goal making me feel really critical of myself? Is there a way that I want to adjust the goal? Maybe I adjust like the goal itself. Maybe I kind of change altogether and just fit along the theme that's going to help me in the long run, but maybe in the short run, I haven't met my original goal, so I shifted. And I think this is hard for a lot of us Um, for so many different reasons, right? I think uh, the school system that most of us have grown up in or maybe family systems or just like societal messaging can feel really rigid. And there is this kind of message of like failure is a motivator, right? If you're not making your goal, you're going to feel bad about it and you're going to work harder. And 
pick yourself up by the bootstraps or whatever. And I just, it, it doesn't work, right? I'm a therapist. I work with clients on goals all the time and failure is not a motivator. Shame is not a motivator. Criticism is not a motivator, right? Just like we would support anyone else. And I often like, I, I'm a big animal person and um, a lot of my clients are also animal people or can get this too. And so I, I talk about like, how would you train a new puppy, right? Like if you were working on potty training your new dog and, you know, maybe they used to have an accident every single day in the house and your goal is, of course, no accidents in the house, but maybe they work up to just one accident a week, you're still going to be proud of that. You're going to see that progress. And it's not that exact goal that you want, but it's working towards it. And screaming at the dog and yelling at them and making them afraid is not going to teach them, oh, don't go potty inside, right? Like you're going to compassionately, you know, grab them, take them outside, these different things. And um, motivating a dog through fear is not going to work and it's not going to work for humans either, right? We need to be nurtured and reinforced and supported. Yes, we can have boundaries, um, but it doesn't have to be critical based. And another thing that I want to talk about, right? So here, the first important thing is add flexibility. And with this flexibility, I think it's really important to tune into what action do I actually have control over in this goal? So I know my last couple episodes were about infertility and my experience with infertility. I talked a little bit about that. And I think that fits in with, you know, I think the first couple new years that I had when I was trying to get pregnant, I had this like new year's goal, get pregnant, um, which, you know, is a great thing to hope for, but that was a goal that really wasn't in my control, right? Of course, there are certain actions that you take to, to work towards that goal. And there were also, you know, like doctor's appointments that were important for me to do and, testing and, you know, whatever it was. Um, but this was not in my control, right? I couldn't just do everything right and make that happen. And so then when that year came and went, I felt like a failure and I felt frustrated and resentful of the process and sad and all of these things. And of course, there's going to be a space for grief in that. Um, I think it's okay to hold space for grief as we're reflecting on our past year and, and whatnot. But this was a goal that wasn't really in my control. So I think it was, you know, with with that, if my goal or like a, a wish, a hope that I had for the year was like, hey, getting pregnant, I might instead focus on that as a theme and then connect to certain action steps that I want to do. Right. So that instead might have looked like, okay, book your initial like testing consultation with your doctor and, and see what they recommend. Um, and for me, I was, you know, willing to do treatment. So that would have been, okay, hey, follow the treatment plan, you know, that you're working on with doctors. Some of this also would have been talk with my therapist about how I'm feeling with this, make sure I'm holding space for it work on connecting with my partner so that infertility isn't taking over our whole world, uh, join a process group on infertility. So these were different things that, yes, were on the theme of, hey, I want to grow my family, but focusing on what I had control over. I didn't have control over 
if we were going to be able to have a baby, when that was going to be, how that was going to be. But I had some control over, right, like what action steps I could take and how I'm holding space for myself. So if you've set any New Year's goals, ask yourself, you know, hey, how much control do I have over this? And if I'm instead looking at this as like a theme that is important to me, what action steps can I connect to that support me through that? And what reminders will be important for me to hold on to with the aspects that I do not have control over? And one thing that I like to do, so I'm talking a little bit about themes and goals, and of course there's a time and place for us to have a really specific goal. Um, there are just some things that are, you know, for for example, let's say you um, are opening a business, you might be thinking about financial goals that you have, right? Like what is feasible for you to stay in that job and what goals are you working towards and how are you checking in and all of that? Like you might have some specific goals. I would encourage them to still be flexible, but you can have some specific goals. But there are some things that we might want to have be more focused on themes or intentions. And if you follow me on Instagram or if you get my newsletter, you will know what I think about um, intentions and New Year's intentions versus New Year's resolutions. I am a big person on intentions in all things, but it's something that I enjoy doing around the new year. Again, more power to you if you're like, I don't even connect to any of that in the new year. You don't have to, but for me, that feels nice and it feels enjoyable to like reflect on my year and connect to some intentions that I think will be helpful. And this kind of gives me a focus on, okay, what can I be checking in throughout the year? And yeah, maybe there are some specific goals that I make along the year with that, but they get to be super flexible and they get to like tune into like, hey, where is my energy or what am I needing? And and it can change based on what's going to be most supportive for me. And one way I do this is by focusing on a word for the year. This is something that um, a group facilitator back when I was an intern or maybe my first year of um, postgraduate school therapy, um, I co-facilitated groups and the, the gal that facilitated this group talked about this and I have connected to it ever since because I think it's a really nice thing to just pick a word for the year, something that really feels supportive for you where you're at, and then this gets to be the intention that you bring into the year. So for me, my word this year is going to be present. So I want to be really present and mindful. And I think it's similar to, to words that I have used in the past because I think it's just really important for me. Um, I am someone who loves to fast forward through life, loves to think about the future and plan and all of this stuff. And while sometimes that's helpful, um, a lot of the times that gives me anxiety. It makes me feel overwhelmed. It's... Um, makes me disconnected from the present moment and the joy that I might feel in a present moment. And so I am really working on focusing on how can I be present? I expect that this year is going to be full of, you know, some continual curveballs. I've got a six-month-old at home, right? Like nothing is going according to plan. Um, And so I'm working on how can I be present with just what is and, and roll with some of these things. And I 
can imagine that the things that I connect to month after month might change and might shift depending on what's going on. So that's why I like this word because it gives me a focus, this intention of being present, and I can apply it in different ways depending on where my energy level is at or what's you know being thrown at me and what's going on around me. I can shift what these goals look like. Um, so of course, there's a time and place for really specific goals, but I think there's also a time and place for just intentional themes. And if you are like, ooh, this sounds kind of nice, but I'm not really sure where to start, um, you can sign up for my newsletter. So just go to my website and, and you'll find the subscribe button. It's probably on a, several different pages. Um, and I have freebies. So one of these freebies is um, this kind of New Year's reflection. And so it kind of guides you through how you can reflect on your past year, how you held space for yourself, all of that, and what things you want to bring into this coming year. And then I also give some examples of some words that you might choose. Of course, you can choose a different one, but some examples if you're not really sure where to start with that. And then some questions that can help you connect to different areas of your life and how you want to focus on this intention, at least initially. And that can change over time. So it might be a good worksheet to reflect back on over the coming months as well if, if you're looking for some way to reflect and, and connect to this new year. Um, so that is one of the freebies I offer. I have some other freebies. I'm intending this year to have some more worksheets for people to do at home as well as for therapists to you know share with their clients because I think having you know nice options for people to do their work outside of sessions can be really nice so I'll I'll have some more free offerings this year and I'll also have some like really low cost like a couple bucks five bucks um some offerings because I really love making worksheets and little workbooks and so um that's one of one thing that I'm connecting to is, hey, this is something that I really enjoy doing. So I'm going to create more of these and, and offer those. So um, that's my little plug, right? If you want to subscribe to my newsletter, you'll get access to the freebies page. You just kind of have a little password that you sign in with and, and then all those freebies are there. Um, and you'll also get updated on new things that come out that I think might be just helpful home practices for people. Um so that's there. If you like it, awesome. If it's not your jam, no problem either. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my episode for today. So just if you're connecting to goals at this time of year, may you be flexible, may you hold lots of space for self-acceptance because you are fully worthy just as you are with or without this goal. Um but goals can be lovely if they support us, if they make us feel more connected to ourselves and our values and all of that. So just make sure your goals are flexible so that you can always adjust them to actually support you rather than feel like you're just running after this goal that maybe you're not super connected to anymore. Um, and yeah, I hope you are having a nice beginning of your year. and. I look forward to connecting with you online and in the next episode as well. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If I referenced any links in this episode, you can find them below in the show notes. If you like the Ground and Grow podcast, I would greatly appreciate a rate and review from wherever you're listening so that others can find us too. 
If you'd like to be the first to know when new episodes are coming out, you can subscribe as well as follow me on Instagram at Kayla Estenson Wellness for all updates. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.